This week's episode of Here's Don't Get is brought to you in part by the sun. Praise the sun. The sun has abandoned us. It's given us nothing but dreary, dull, long, cold, hard nights. We need the sun to return and abandon those Australian bastards who have stolen it from us. So please go out this evening and light a log on fire to try and resummon the sun. If it works, the, the sun will set a little bit later tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly jingle ball filled podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker. With me today on this special holiday episode. Ho, ho, hello. <laughs> it's my festivist brother, Tab Burt. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. The uh, Our big winter solstice episode. Yes. We don't celebrate any, uh, any of those garbage, non pagan holidays. holidays. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope your Hanukkah went well, you mm. people that are trying to ruin everything on this earth. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Welcome back. Uh, Nutcracker is finally finished. I can't say I'm more thrilled. Yeah. It was a long, arduous two day loadout. Just fucking that's, awful. Which is it's not, the, that's not unheard of, but yeah, it was, that's a big loadout. It was a big loadout. Um, part of it was because we were like, we weren't trying to kill ourselves and get it out. Sure, sure. We, we only worked that. until 10. We only worked until 9 p.m. on Sunday, and then everybody went home and came back at 8 a.m. and started up again. But you, that's all, I think that's probably only because you had the. Now, this week, I mean, what else is there is going on this week? Nothing. Exactly. So yeah. you had the time to. They they did kind of fuck up though because uh like this run everything was nearly sold out and next year it'll be pretty big too but then the year the last time so this was a brand new nutcracker yeah the last time they did this was like the early two thousands they redesigned it and the first year I mean it was sold out everybody wanted to see the new nutcracker and then the second year it was you know still pretty full houses and then the third year was kind of middling and then attendance just tanked. Because uh, like I've seen this before. Well, so I've seen this. Yeah. yeah, and so this one they should have done an extra weekend, and they also should have done a lot more tech work on it mm. that they didn't do. But I, it's almost it almost felt like they were thinking, well, we're going to be doing this for another twenty years, so <laughs> we'll work it out next year. Yeah, it was, it's a it was a bizarre show, but I'm glad it's over. Cool. Yeah. What you what have you been up to this week? Uh, finished my Christmas shopping. Yeah. Uh, I did my shopping all at once. Nice. Yeah. I bought, I went on, on Amazon and I was like, I really don't know what I'm going to get for these people. So every woman in my, I did the same thing you did. I bought every woman in my life, the same gift you bought every woman in your life, (laughs) including your brother. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, so I ordered those all at once and then I, I, the only Except difference was I ordered something from my dad that was separate from yeah. he didn't get the same thing everyone else got. But um my hope is that it'll make everyone shut up. <sighs> that's that's a good man. If if you you can if you can make your Christmas present and make someone shut up. It's really a gift to yourself. Basically. Yeah. Um what else? Well uh the 
the Amazon people are, must just be like working themselves to death because yesterday, not Christmas related, <laughs> I had a bunch of work packages delivered because we're building these these backpacks that have like all the information about our contracts and first aid kits and stuff, you know, pens and information for new hires and accident reports and all kinds of stuff in there, disciplinary stuff, so that when someone gets sent to one of these places where you don't have an, a dedicated office, yeah. we can go like, here, take this backpack. It has everything you need. So all that stuff got delivered to you yesterday, and it was delivered by in three separate Amazon deliveries, which seems like really poor planning. Yeah. And then one U- UPS delivery. So I'm looking at the cameras just like this ever-flowing group of people. And it wasn't like it came in a bunch of boxes. I think it came in like four, three or four, bo- four boxes. And a, and then a, one of those plastic bags they deliver shit in. And I'm like, this easily could have been... Those three Amazon drivers, they could have just met up and put them all in one van. Yeah. Saved them all themselves or, all a lot of time. I, I've been noticing it more and more. It might, might be the holiday rush. Uh, where they're just like, we just need to get shit out of here. We 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 can't spend any any time like putting figuring out what your route is going to be exactly because I've been having more and more uh, where I'll order a couple of things uh, and save them for my Amazon day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never done the Amazon day thing, and I refuse to do so. Well, so I mean, sometimes. I'll order something on a Friday mm-hmm. and then order something on a Saturday and they'll both be like, well, it'll get here either the one will get here Tuesday. One will get here Wednesday. And I'm, I'm, I'm in no rush. And I, and I, I would like to just have everything in one box, mm-hmm. uh, which is what the Amazon day thing is supposed to be for. But I've been noticing more and more that it's, they don't care. Like here's th- Three things in one box. Here's one thing in another box and one thing in another box all on your Amazon day. Yeah. Well, what's the point? I want them to, I want them to go through, I want to cost them money on the prime subscription. You're paying like a hundred bucks a year or whatever, 150 bucks a year. I want them, you know, I want the three vans arriving. Okay. I want all of that gas, that carbon dioxide blown out into the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, that's why I will just go out into the garage and start the bike and set it full choke and then just let it run until the gas tank runs empty because nice. I hate this planet and I hate everyone on it. Uh, Joe Biden's going to be making a speech today, or maybe he already did, about his new plan for the, the pandemic, the next phase. You remember when he was all like, Donald Trump doesn't have a plan to fight this, stop this pandemic. I do. Remember that like yeah. two years ago? Yeah. Look at that plan. The killer plan, Joe. You're killing it. I have a plan. Have you heard my plan? Uh, I think so. But go ahead. Uh, so my plan is this. Um, tomorrow, we kill a thousand government employees across the United States. And we can expand lottery. This, we can expand this lottery worldwide. style. Lottery style, yeah. Bingo, bingo balls. If you get a check from any, you know, federal, state, county, or city government, you are eligible for the purge uh, and we'll just draw a thousand names at random and they'll get executed. Right. That's tomorrow. That's Wednesday. Sure. Uh, Thursday Festivus. If the pandemic's still going, we'll draw another thousand names. <laughs> we'll kill that thousand people. Uh-huh. Friday, Christmas Eve, still pandemic going another. Now I, I know what you're thinking, Tim, you're thinking, well, t- Tab, you're going to run out of government employees eventually. Hopefully. 
Um, but do you know how long it would take to run out of government employees killing a thousand a day in the United States? Uh, I want you to guess more than a month. A lot more than a month. Really? Yeah. Tim, longer than you and I have been alive. If they started killing a thousand government employees on the day we were born, we would still have eight more years of killing government employees. 14 million government employees in the United States, a thousand a day, take a little over 38 years to kill them all. So, holy shit. Yeah, I'm willing to give it 25 years before to uh-huh. see if the problem's fixed. But my guess is we'll make it about five days before they're like, oh, we fixed it. We got this miracle <laughs> cure. We just stopped, turned off the testing faucet. <laughs> and then if it works, like we can export that to other countries uh-huh. and we can try it on other things like uh, we need to balance the budget. Let's kill a thousand government employees. Come to fucking budget. It's balanced. It's balanced. We're, we're good. We're good. We have too much institutional racism. We're killing a thousand government employees. All right, there's no more institutional <laughs> racism. We fixed it. I think this. I think this is a good plan. Yeah, yeah. That's my plan to fight the pandemic. Uh, vote for me, and I will start the the genocide. The genocide of the useless. You know, because yeah. government employees, if they had any skills, they'd be working in the private sector. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, you do anything fun for Christmas this year? Uh, I don't think so. Just more of the same. Yeah. Um, As of right now, I have zero plans, and I'm I'm kind of hoping it stays that way. Yeah. Yeah. I already watched the Seinfeld episode this year. Yeah. For Festivus, so I have not. I'm I watched totally uh, uh, a Muppet, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That what a terrible story, Christmas Carol. I I have a also. I want to restage a Christmas Carol someday. I'm going to end up as like the the artistic director of a Christmas yeah. of, of a theater company, and we're going to do a Christmas Carol. And here's a little teaser for everybody. This is the end of my Christmas Carol, right? We all know how it, how the story goes. He sees yeah. all the ghosts. All that's the same. Sure. He's all the ghosts. He wakes up. He's like, "It was just a dream. I want to change my ways." And he goes out and he's like, "Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone." He goes over, gets to work, and he's like, "Bob Cratchit, go the fuck home." you fucking punk bitch. <laughs> and then there he goes over to the Cratchit house and he's like, I brought a big dinner. I'm, yeah. I'm changed my ways. Right. And then the lights dim and there's a sound like, and a guy walks in all dressed in tinfoil. And he's like, hello, Cratchits and Mr. Scrooge. I am from the future. Here's something you may not have known. Tiny Tim grows up to be Hitler. <laughs> and then he pulls out a big gun and he points it at Tiny Tim and it, there's a blackout. And then the house lights come back. There's no bows. Yeah. House lights come back up. Everything's just silent and the people just sit there until they realize it's time for them to leave. <laughs> oh, man. It's a Christmas carol you'll never forget. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Jesus. You imagine all the kids you would scar great and they would grow up they'd be like you know tiny tim grew up to be hitler <laughs> not not just hitler like worse than hitler worse than hitler mega hitler yeah god bless us everyone not so fast <laughs> yeah a new holiday tradition yeah yeah anyway well let's get into some issues tim here's what i don't get potlucks i don't get a man I we had a work potluck 
you know, so we, we were doing two show days. We did a Saturday matinee and the Saturday evening show. Uh-huh. So we have a couple hours in between shows, and typically when that happens, everyone just goes out to eat. They go find some place. Some, some people bring yeah. lunch, whatever. Well, you know, it's this time of year, so they decided let's do a potluck. Everybody bring something. And here's why I don't get potlucks. Everybody, there's always some weird guy who brings something that nobody uh-huh. wants. That's like, oh yeah, I brought my um, queso dip. Like, oh, what's in it? Great. Like, that sounds great. Green beans and white peas and also some like hunks of ham bone. You're like, is this just what was left in your cabinet? <laughs> Like, what the fuck is the matter with you? There's some uncooked rice. (laughs) Yeah. Then there's always the guy who shows up and he's like, yeah, I brought some rice. He brought like a cup of rice, like what you would pack in your lunchbox for lunch that day. All right, cool. And then he gets his plate and he's just like, what is this? Uh prime rib yeah i'll go ahead and take a whole <laughs> plate of that that looks pretty good or the person involved in bring the person that is in charge of bringing the like chips and salsa uh-huh brings um uh like a brings vegan tortilla chips and a half cup of of salsa the thinnest wateriest salsa you've ever had yeah. and it's also <laughs> mango salsa which yeah is just the worst yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the it's or or you have this like seven people that are like, oh, I'm going to bring uh, chips. Like, yeah. yeah, we've got three we, people on the sign up already bringing chips. Like, well, I, I don't know what else to bring. I, I, I don't fucking know. Like, just pick up a pie, bring some dog yeah. food. Yeah. yeah. Or the, <laughs> then there's the other thing where it's like, all right, here's our potluck. Yep. We have three options for your entree and 35 desserts. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. It always, it always, it's just chaos. Potlucks in general are just chaos. And sometimes you'll get some good food or a lot of times if you're at the end of the line, like there's that one thing that someone brings is their specialty. Like the guy brought his, I do my smoke bologna that I, you know, I soak it in barbecue sauce overnight and then I take it out in the smoker and smoke it for six hours at like 200 degrees. Mm -hmm. So it just really infused with flavor. It's like, oh man, I'm looking forward to that smoke bologna. And then you're about to head in there and someone's like, oh, hey, can I talk to you about something? You get to talk and you get the, the oh, smoke bologna no. train. It's, it's all gone. Um, or like the the dessert, you you go back for a second dessert and then one guy walks over there and he's like, hey, uh, what happened to all those cupcakes that someone brought? Like, oh, uh, I don't know. I must have ate them all. Like, oh, I didn't even get one. And meanwhile, you're there with the second one just halfway <laughs> in your mouth. Yep. <laughs> Looking like a bastard. I don't get. I don't get why we are so drawn to bringing a dish together uh-huh. to eat other people's usually room temperature food. Yeah, that's that's the that's also part of it. Is like unless it they bring it in a slow cooker, mm-hmm. it's not going to be warm. Uh, I think we like the idea of potlucks more than we actually like potlucks. I agree because. Potlucks are basically just Thanksgiving. It's a reason to have Thanksgiving with not like it's a reason to have Thanksgiving outside of that week or that 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 Thursday. And also you're not beholden to the turkey uh, or uh, you're not beholden to the rules of Thanksgiving, but you can still have like. Hey, everyone gets together and we have all this wonderful food to eat. 
Yeah. But the problem with that is that we're accustomed to like our big Thanksgiving meals and our big Christmas meals, but like we have a sense of familiarity and routine with your family's yeah. Thanksgiving or Christmas. Like we're going to get grandma's almond sliver r- overcooked rice again, yeah. undercooked rice again. Sure. Sure. Uh, but like, or like the thing we're like, if I came over to your guys' place for, if I came over to your place for Thanksgiving, yeah, I'd be like, uh, so where's the actual dressing? Mm. Right. I'll fight you. Yeah. 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 That's the other thing is you end up at a potluck and it's like, okay, I brought stuffing and you brought stuffing. And then it's like this where nobody could say anything about either stuffing uh-huh. or they're both great. They're both, they're both great. They're both fine. Yeah. Just separate, but equal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I noticed you got a scoop of Tim stuff in there. And you didn't see my stuffing next to it. Like, Oh, I couldn't tell the difference. You couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> it's got five different types of bread. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm here going, and he's got fucking bread in his dressing. What is he doing? Yeah, the the weird like petty rivalries that come out. Like, yeah. I made my grandma's home-baked lattice apple pie. Like, I bought this apple pie at Racers. Yeah. Like, Why'd you even bring that here? Well, I had to bring something in order to eat something. So, you yep. know, this is what I was able to find. Or the or there's the times where you're like uh you're like you put in like the least amount of effort possible. Mm-hmm. And then people are like it's, and then the people come up to you like they've never had food before. Like, oh my god, this is so delicious! What is this? I need the recipe for this. Like, uh, it's, it's five and cheese, bitch. It basically, it's like it's two ingredients. Like, I, I remember uh, going to a potluck and I brought, um, I brought my sis, my sister's Super Bowl dip. Mm-hmm. It's we just call it Super Bowl dip. It's the basic. It's sour cream. Uh, spicy ranch, you know, powder mix, mm-hmm. green onion, scallions, yeah, bacon and cheese. Well, it's, it's like the simplest. You just put them in a bowl and mix, and mix it up, and then you put yeah. it in another bowl to serve. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. the easy. It's like it's the easiest thing to make. The only uh, reason mine took any work is because I used actual bacon instead of bacon bits. Mm. Cause that's much better. Yeah, it is much better. You're right. I spent 20 minutes on. It. I cooked. I cooked bacon, chopped it up, and mixed it with a bunch of shit. Brought it, and I all I had every every other manager was just like, "I need the recipe for that." <laughs> uh, no, it's a secret family recipe. You, if you want to uh, get this recipe, you're gonna have to subscribe to the five dollars <laughs> here on my Patreon. <laughs> uh, and then there's so the the. Other people's cooking is also weird. It is weird because I because people cook vastly differently. I want to say, yeah, like if I'm if I'm cooking a steak, you know what you're getting. Yes, right? but if we were over go, getting over to Truck and Tuck and he's like, hey, I made steaks for you guys. Got here. I'm sure they'd be good. Yeah, but it'd be like, uh he probably why he, though? He probably like <laughs> experimented with the rub. Yeah. What do you What do you What'd you put on? What'd it? you put on it though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it. Hey, if I cooked a steak, I would also it'd be totally different. Totally different. Yeah. yeah, like your enchiladas and the enchiladas that I've had with other people. Totally different. Totally do. Your enchiladas the best. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you get, especially those those ones that are like the hallmarks of of holidays, like stuffing, yeah, or 
or turkey. I like I remember we I went to a, a Thanksgiving pot like several years ago with my dad's church and like four people brought turkey and there was mm-hmm. a guy who deep fried it, there was a guy who baked it, there was a guy, someone who did like a just a, a big breast that they mm-hmm. had on their chest because they were a pretty lady <laughs> uh, named Dolly. Eat up, boys. <laughs> and so, like, all these different turkeys are there and carved up, and they were all, they're all fine, but yeah. different. Sure. As opposed to when you do it, when your family cooks, it's like, like when I cook Mexican food, right? I have the same blend of, of, Spices that I put like in my ground beef, mm-hmm. as I put in my fajita steak, as I put in my fajita chicken, as I put in the beans, and it's just like very slightly, very slightly varied depending on what it's going into. Like if yeah. I want to make it, it, oh, I want my beans to be a little more zippy than they are naturally. I'm gonna go ahead and add a little more cayenne, but I've already got like a jalapenos in the salsa, so I'm not adding any cayenne to the salsa, even though it's pretty much the same uh, seasonings that's going into the yeah. beef. Yeah. You know, chicken takes seasonings a lot different, so I can like really heavily season it where I want the steak to come out. But there's like a uniformity. Whereas if you got like ten people together and you're like, all right, you're making the bake the you know the refried beans, you're gonna make the fajita chicken, you're gonna make the fajita beef, you're gonna make the salsa. It's all gonna be. It's gonna be like weird, weird. a weird flavor palette. Yeah, yeah. The the volunteerism of potlucks is also the big problem. Like no one wants to be the potluck captain and say that because i think a potluck could work right where you're like sure all right we're gonna do mexican tim you bring stuff for tacos truck and tucking you bring stuff for you bring enchiladas todd you bring this and like you just go down the line and give everyone something so that you know everything's coming mm-hmm. people just go like i'm gonna volunteer so you have the guy that shows up with enchiladas but then everyone else brought like barbecue stuff yeah I'm like oh you know these these barbecued hot links are really good and also your enchiladas are nice <laughs> I brought spaghetti. Fucking why? And not just not just like pasta in tomato sauce with meat and stuff. Like I brought angel hair pasta or spaghetti noodles and like my homemade sauce in a separate bin. And now you have to put this together. Like wh- why though? Why? That's not what a potluck is. You bring your meatballs. Yeah, because you just put those in a pan. Yeah. Like if like if if you had mixed everything together. And put it in some sort of pan that we could like cut and serve out of, mm-hmm. like a like a big. Oh, if you had done like a big ziti, yes, that's much more appropriate for a potluck. Yes, there. The one I went. The other thing that I've noticed lately, like, I remember when you were a kid, right? You go to a potluck and there'd be like thirty five crock pots out there, yep. so you have to run a whole separate stinger from yes. the <laughs> electric box so that you could plug them plug them all in yeah. and. uh then there would be like you'd have to put those into containers and then clean those the crocs and now people like just put stuff in a plastic bag inside a crock pot i don't understand yeah. that yeah yeah i mean My, i understand why they're doing it sure. it's just we've got those in the house it's bizarre to me i've never really liked crock pot foods uh-huh. like there's not any food that's made in a crock pot that i'm like i love this yeah um refried beans i make i have a uh, was it simple? No, it's a uh, Instapot. I have an Instapot. Instapot, yeah. Because I can make my refried beans in fifty-five minutes instead of all fucking. Day. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that's that's the only thing that thing's ever been used for. Probably the only thing that'll ever be used for. Uh, dated a girl who made pasta sauce in a crock pot, but like putting all the tomatoes and shit in yeah, there, yeah, yeah. and then slow cooking it throughout instead the day. Of 
for hours instead of yeah simmering it on the stove and and that was pretty good but outside of that like i don't like pot roast i don't like chili yeah i don't like you know there was the thing that's always at potlucks is the little smokies just in a pot of barbecue sauce. barbecue sauce yeah yeah anything low yeah you're not really a fan of low and slow i am not i want i want foods that are hot and and fresh yes yeah yeah uh you cooking are you gonna cook anything for uh christmas i have dinner? no plans no i i oh. have n- no plans for what's going on you probably just top in where you're needed uh no like i have I have not discussed with anyone what is going on on Christmas Day. Gotcha. You don't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. My plan as of right now is to sleep in and then just watch TV like nice. any other day of the yep. week, enjoying a day. And off. if someone puts a plate of food in front of you, you'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll just cook a steak like I did on Thanksgiving. We nice. need really to normalize eating steak for every meal. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen more and more like people doing like carnivore diets. Well, like here's a big roast. Instead of hammer turkey, mm. here's prime rib instead of hammer turkey. Oh yeah, I do like turkey, but turkeys, uh, there's just so much waste because it's there's so much waste. You, everybody, uh, people only want breast meat. Yep, they, they like I don't like dark meat unless they're Why? a specifically dark meat person. What what is the matter with you? Well, I just I've never cared. It's yeah, all, me either. It I, like, I, like, I like both. Yeah, yeah, it tastes like turkey. Um, you have like the kid who's like, I want to eat the turkey leg, and they get about yep. halfway through and they're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Well, great. There's another pound of meat on there yeah. that none of us can touch now. And so, and then you, you know, you'll, someone will sit there and pick it all out and put it in yep. the fridge for sandwiches. But like a few years ago, we just bought a turkey breast and that's the best and way baked to it. Do- and it, you just t- pulled it out of the oven. And sliced it into a bunch of slices. Yep. We served what we had. And then we had this like really nicely sliced turkey breast to put on sandwiches the next day. Yes. That's really the way to That's, do it. And the, uh, there's actually a secret to cooking a whole turkey and it's spatchcocking it. What is that? Uh, so taking out the, before you cook it, you cut out the spine mm-hmm. and you take out the wishbone and you flatten it because taking out the spine lets you flatten it out. Yeah. It cooks in 45 minutes. Nice. You don't do the beer can one. You put a, oh, I, a beer we, in the I have hole. done. I have done that before. Yeah, I haven't done that. It's uh, it does nothing. There, there was one we used to get. It was like a frozen pre-made turkey, and mm-hmm. we would just get that for dinner and like throughout the year. And then when I was dating the vegetarian, and we would do Thanksgiving, I would just buy one of those because I would eat like a quarter of it uh-huh. for Thanksgiving, and then I would just have this Leftovers. like turkey loaf that I would turn into sandwiches for a week. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I, <clears throat> no plans for Thanksgiving. Definitely not planning on going to a potluck. I'm all potlucked out for the year. One and done is yep. really my number. I know churches love it, right? They'll do like yeah, yeah. first Sunday or third Sunday, whatever their Sunday of the week is, that they're like, yeah, the first Sunday potluck, be sure to go down to the the gathering hall and we'll you know have all these things. And it's like, oh, here's a bunch of weird shit. My, the church we went to when I was a kid was a Unitarian church and every Wednesday they would do a meal and the meals were all awful. It was some of the worst <laughs> eating. Like they, every, every week there'd be like four kinds of soup and then whatever, and then a salad and then whatever their entree was. And it was always something fucking bizarre. Yeah. Because Unitarians are Unitarians all retarded. are weird. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're going to eat worldly. Like, oh yeah, great. I can't wait to eat potato soup again, which their idea of potato soup was potatoes blended into a like batter. Oh, like like a baked potato soup. Um, sure. Why not? Yeah. 
That's why I don't really care for soup anymore, ironically. Really? Yeah. I like yeah. chicken noodle soup, and that's about it. <laughs> that's all you really need. I'll do cream of chicken soup on... Nah, nah. No, no, no. Not not to eat it. Oh. I'll buy cream of chicken soup and use it as like a... I'll take chicken, crust it, and then bake it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like soup. a gravy. Kind yeah, of it, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. turns into a gravy. Yeah, that's pretty that. good. But yeah. that's, that's the end of my soup interest. <laughs> They're, yeah, they would always have these just... Oh, and there would always be a vegan option because all Unitarians mm. are just bleeding heart liberal. That's <laughs> a, you have a potluck, right? And there's always the guy that shows up and he's like, oh, um, I brought this vegan charcuterie board because I'm vegan. Uh, do we have any other vegan options? Uh, no. <laughs> all of these have meat or cheese in them. So please feel free to eat your charcuterie board on your own because nobody else wants that. Yeah. Yeah. I should feel bad for vegans, but I but I don't. I just don't. I kind of wish they would all just be like raptured. Just Thanos snap them away. Mm-hmm. That's really the Thanos snap is really just a rapture for non-evangelicals. Yes. Now that yeah. I come to think about it. Anyway, well, Tim, what is your first issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get: <laughs> dumb defaults. Okay. When the default thing is fucking dumb. Uh, when you click on a website that you have an account on, let's say like a Amazon, mm-hmm. and you click on order history, what's the thing that should what's what should pop up when you click order history? A big list of everything you've ordered in reverse order. Amazing how that's what you go to. Yeah, right. Because what ha- there's when you go to your order history. You're going to your order history for one of two things. What's the first option? What's Re- the f- trying to get a refund for something that you recently that you ordered. recently ordered? Yeah, and the other one would be finding out where if your thing is in the process of shipping. Yes, that's that, those are the those are the two times you go to order history. Is I just bought something? Has it shipped yet? Or where's you know click the tracking number right? Or I need to find out what the hell the thing I w- bought in January was. Mm-hmm. Uh. So uh, how about on a website, instead of doing that, when you click on order history, we immediately take you to a, hey, uh, like what date, what, like what date span would you like to look at in your your order history? What date span? Like, yeah. I want it between like the last six months or all of 2020. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It brings up all that, all that. Holy shit. shit. And you have to go to the bottom of the page to click no view all. I was thinking my first thought when you said this was it was going to be one where it showed you like order number, like order number 67106 27103 blah, blah, blah. And that's and then, the other one I was just about to bring up. You got to click on all those and figure out, but that's even worse. Cause you're going to be like, all right, was it six months ago? Was it uh-huh. uh, what a miserable thing? Yep. So I, then the other one is when they show you things that are like obfuscate what you actually ordered. Yeah. 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 We, yeah when, when instead, when, uh, and you're just hoping that they have the date also there next to it. Yes. Because sometimes they don't. And it's just, I've seen it before where it's just like order and it's, I know it's in reverse order, mm-hmm. but all it's giving me is T0755934. I don't know what that is. And, it, and, and it'll give you that. And if they don't have the date, they will have the amount. amount. Yeah. But so sometimes 7489. 
I don't know what that is. Sometimes, though, on those, it'll be like you'll order three things, right? Yep. And it'll go, okay, this is three orders. So in my mind, I spent $135. Uh-huh. But in their mind, I spent $65, $48, and whatever the rest yeah. of the amount is. And so then I'm looking at this order list. And I'm like, what did I spend $65 on? Oh, it was, thing, it was part one, of a big part, order. Yeah. 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 Uh, they people need to get their shit together, man. They do. Like this is we live in the modern digital world of computers and ordering things online. I so yeah, so why is the like the weird obscure use case thing the default? Yes. Right? Cuz that's good to be able to be like what did I buy from March to May of 2018 yeah because i know it's in there somewhere um like that is a good option to have but it shouldn't be the default yeah i was i had this happen to me recently where i went and uh so i bought all these black button-up shirts Mm -hmm. at on amazon trying to find one that like fit right that i could wear to work because and so this past week i was doing all these shows and i was i had to do laundry I do laundry between the two show weeks. And I was like, you know, it'd be really great is if I just had a lot more shirts. So I remembered that I had bought a bunch and none of them fit right. I had mm-hmm. returned them all. Yeah. So I go into my Amazon to go find the one that did fit. Cause I figured everyone that didn't fit would just say return, complete, return, complete, return, complete, return, complete. Yeah. Except for the one that I bought, which would say delivered, know, delivered. Yeah. So I go scrolling through and they all, they're all like, purchase completed December 8th and I go fucking what and I click through Amazon charged me for all of those shirts all of them now the shirts came in I chose the largest one Uh because I bought them in like weird combinations I talked about this when it happened I bought them in weird combinations of necks and sleeve sizes to figure out that's right yeah yeah so I tried on the largest one it was still too small the sleeves were you know they said 34 inch sleeves and they were not (laughs) And so I just like, well, I know these are all the same brand. None of these will fit. I tried on the one that I kept. I'm like, okay, I'll keep this one. This one's pretty nice. And then I packed them all back in their bags. I used the label that came with it, slapped them on the outside of the package, filed for the return, and dropped them off at UPS the next day. And they, so I contacted Amazon. They're like, oh, yeah, sorry, this shouldn't have happened. Like, you're no fucking kidding. <laughs> this shouldn't happen. Oh, I was so fucking irritated. And so then I couldn't figure out which which one of the shirts was uh, was the good one was the good one because they had all been because they had all been purchased. Yeah. So I had, then I'm I'm talking to the guy and the guy's like asking me, is this about this shirt? Is this about this shirt? And I'm like, no, it's not about a single shirt. And I'm having like it's about the the names are all like uh, unlisted by Kenneth Cole for men, uh-huh. extra large, 18 and a half neck, 36 inch sleeve, yep. black button up shirt, poplin dress, blah, blah, just more. And finally, I had to go digging through until I found the the order number there in the corner to go like this is order number one sec one six five three two one seven six dash blah blah blah. He's like, okay, I'm looking at that now. Like in that one instance, in however many years of using Amazon, I needed to know what that order number was. Yeah, one time. One time. The rest of the time, when I look at that sheet, I'm just like. Didn't I order that book like two weeks ago? Why is it not here yet? And I go, look, like delayed in transit. Okay. 
Let me let me go let me go find the tracking number for USPS so I can just go straight to USPS. Let me go do that. That's ninety nine point nine 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 percent of times you look at your order history. Yeah. The one they're they're going for the one time that the guy's like, Yeah, I need to I need to find out what happened with this return of six items that yep. was that I ordered I ordered these shirts in October. I think it was like October fourth or fifth or something. I mean, it was months ago. Yeah. So of course I had forgotten about him, and then I and then I'm buying all this stuff on Amazon for Christmas, and so I see I see an Amazon charge of a hundred dollars. I'm like, ah, oh, that's that's probably one of these orders. Only to discover, nope. What a what a pain in the dick. You know what else is a dumb default? Uh, who or who has a dumb default is Mercari. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you've run into this before. Uh, their dumb default is they default to showing sold items. Yes. That is not useful information for me. At all. At all. Ever. Ever. I never want to see, because all it is is a little tiny, little tiny yeah, checkbox. you look at the picture and there's a thing at the very little, bottom. little, very tiny checkbox that sometimes you miss. And you're like, oh, here's exactly what I want. And it's a fucking low price and it's been sold already. Of course it's been sold already. It was a great price. <laughs> what do you what were you thinking? That you were gonna get a deal? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like eBay, right? eBay, you can go look at an item posting for a um, couple months after the item has been sold. But it's a complete it's, it's a um, whole other page. Immediately you know what is going yeah, on. It pops up, it's like this item has already been sold. Do you want to continue through to see this item? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cause I want to see how they described it in these pictures. And I really get the same item that I ordered. Yeah. And you click through. Um, but then after a little bit, that URL is just dead it's and dead. you can never get can, back to it. Even if you were the one that bought it. Yeah. It's gone. But Mercari, it's like in line with other search items is shit that is yes. not available. What do you, it's not like you can go on there, right? And I can go click this sold item and it's like, this item was bought by Handlebreaker 6907. I'm a message of clicky clacky. Yeah. Dear Handlebreaker 6907, my grandmother who died of horrible leukemia but was fortunately brought back to life through the power of science has always wanted a g29 racing wheel for <laughs> <her>. <laughs> a racing sim rig could you please make christmas better for everyone by selling me that g29 wheel that you bought at mercari for 69 dollars plus 22 dollars shipping <laughs> At the same price or lower than what you paid for it. And then and then you're going to be like, oh, wow, what a touching story. I will sell this back to him. Uh-huh. No. No. That's not even an option. It's just like, it's just rubbing it in it your face. It is rubbing it in your face. Here, uh, you, you stupid idiot. You, you should be shot for this bastard. last week, you fucking <laughs> pathetic. If only you hadn't put it off. Yeah. If only you hadn't put it off, you could have got this amazing deal. If, sometimes it's stuff that like you didn't even know existed. Yeah, like I I've been I've been thinking about get, going up to a larger size of my helmet for when I put a hood on underneath my helmet, it's just a little just slightly tight. Yeah. And so I found this nice helmet that has the same design as the one that I have now because yeah. I like I like that design. It can get compliments it, a lot, a lot, <laughs> and um, it's just a cool and it's bright. Like there's so many motorcycle helmets that are just black. So mm-hmm. I have this bright red, white, and blue American flag helmet that I you know think would increase visibility a little bit. Yeah. And the one that I'm wearing now has reflective tape on it too, so yes. it's a step above. So I was like, and also if I have 
multiple sized helmets. Someone rides with me. It's like here. Now we have like, there's a theme going on with this bike. Pretty cool. Well, I go online to shop for these helmets and I find them. I find an, another brand that coming from California and I go ahead and order it. And then they call me and they're like, yeah, we'll go ahead and refund you your money. Um, because we don't actually have those helmets. So then I, okay. I, I'm like, okay, well I'll look around some more. I find some on Mercari and there were like three of them that were sold. that are just still there in line with the, yep. the search results. Like what the, f-? and the one that's not sold, the guy has no sizing information in it. Like it should be illegal. Yeah. It says on the helmet what size it is. And I assume I've never sold on Mercari, but I assume like most places where you sell things, it's like, is there a size on this small, medium, large, extra large, 2XL, extra yeah. small, uh, you know, 38, 34, whatever. And you were just like, uh, no, I'm not going to fill that one out. And Mercari was like, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Which is another dumb default. You're putting it in a category. Surely that category has. Options. Uh, everything else in this category has sizes, right? Yeah. From let's say motorcycle equipment, from jackets to gloves to pants to helmets. Yeah, it's something you wear. It's something you wear. Of the side from like glasses, and but even hats have sizes. Yeah. Socks maybe. Um, it should be like no idiot you can't post this without a size yep even if it's one size fits all yes you have to click this box but they're just like ah just fucking put it out there the world is your garage sale (laughs) yeah it's a pretty shitty site mercari is yes um because they also like they constantly get logged out of that where it's and it facebook marketplaces like this with their dumb defaults where if you have it sorted by most relevant or whatever they suggest, it'll just put shit in there that's not even close to not me. even close. You know, you you have the option to say, okay, I want to search for I want to search for Honda Shadow parts within 50 miles of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's like, all right, Honda Shadow parts. Would you like to look at this thing in Caney, Texas? No. That is <laughs> well outside of 50 miles of Tulsa. Yeah. Oh, well, they say that they'll ship. No, they, I don't want to pay for shipping. Yeah. I want something I can go drive over to, look at with my hands, and then decide to buy it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've done the same thing. I've been like, uh, I'm, I'm looking at, let's say, I, I want a super, I want these, I want a specific Superman comic, and I am okay with shipping. Uh, would you like to pick up, would you like a, would you like to pick up? This 42-inch TV five miles from you? Yeah. Not even in your same search results, like even related to your search results and also shit that's too far away. The eBay will do that where you'll search for something that's easily shippable and it's like, oh, buyer picks up. I don't want I don't want anything that I'm picking up. I don't want to talk to someone that I bought something from on eBay. Like, why is this in the same search field? So then you then you have to go in Facebook Marketplace specifically, you have to sort by distance closest. Yes. And then it'll it's amazing. It'll be like Honda Shadow Parts, ten thousand results. Short sort by distance, clo- closest to furthest, sixty five results. Uh-huh. Oh, it was wild how that happened. Because <laughs> then there are all kinds of people posting on those things. That's like Carl's discount motorcycle parts in Wisconsin, zero dollars. We'll ship. Yeah, everything's zero dollars. We'll ship to you, no problem. Shipping is three hundred dollars. It all has to come via freight. We put it on the back <laughs> of a fat guy and he walks there. It's like, God, this is useless to me. The whole point is that it's like 
the whole point of things like Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace is that it's your local community. It's a community sales thing. Yeah. If I wanted to ship something, I would buy it through eBay where I have buyer protection. Yes. So if I buy a motorcycle helmet and they just don't ship it, I can go eBay. I never got this and they'll refund my money. Or if I say I ordered a large motorcycle helmet for an adult and this motorcycle helmet that's clear for a child arrived, <laughs> They'll give me back my money. Whereas if I do it on Facebook Marketplace and they mail me a helmet that's the wrong size, I'm like, hey, this this is a child's motorcycle helmet, not a large adult motorcycle helmet. And they're just like, uh, no, no refunds. It says on our policy. So he, here's here's why all those shippers are have moved to there. They're, they've moved to there from eBay. Because there's what, no shipping. There's no fees. Fees and it's the buyer protection. I have heard so many times... Uh, that eBay's buyer protection is is hated by uh, by sellers. Well, and also because 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 their and their thing is uh, is always is always like um, at any point the potential buyer could just not pay me after I shift it, or uh, they could stiff you. Like right, the all. Every I don't I don't know how many times I've heard this. Uh, every time a new website like like, like a new Mercari or whatever pops mm-hmm. up, it's like yeah we're not like eBay where uh, where you can just say you've not received the item and get your money back and have a free item. Like how often is that happening? I don't know. It's um, another one with eBay. Back in the day on eBay, right? If I'm selling something and say I I could say all right. I'm listing this for a dollar, but it's $15 shipping. And then you kind of, you, mm-hmm. you place a bid and the shipping's not actually $15, but I'm padding my shipping so yes. that I, I definitely make some yeah. money. Yeah. And then eBay started like handling the shipping information direct through them. So you'd say this thing weighs 10 pounds. Oh, it'll be four ninety five. It'll be four ninety five to ship it via USPS. And it's all handled in there so that you couldn't gouge on shipping anymore. Yeah. And whereas you go to Mercari and it'll be like, oh yeah, Logitech racing wheel, hundred bucks, $130 shipping. Like that's the cost of a fucking brand. New yeah. Same wheel. thing on reverb. Yes. Yep. Oh, you'd yeah. be like this, you'd be like this 75 Gibson SG is $500 and in amazing condition yep. and in a rare color. $2,200 shipping. Yeah. <laughs> ah, got me. I also don't think that they have to pay taxes on a shipping cost versus a sales cost. Mm, yeah, probably. I think that that might be be part of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get these dumb defaults on these websites. Like, you've got to see why Amazon and eBay are working and try and emulate that. It's like the, the like I just it's just a reverb, right? Anytime I'm on, I'm on reverb and I'm like, I want to look for uh, a Gibson SG. What do you think I want? A if I type guitar. in Gibson SG, Angus I want a Angus fucking guitar. guitar. Yeah. You know what the whole first page is filled with? Parts. Oh. Yeah. That's super annoying. The the another dumb default is when people switch to things that are not working for other people. Like Netflix, they started doing that obnoxious playing of trailers while you're browsing, making browsing Netflix a horrific minefield unless you mute the TV. Yeah. 
And then Amazon was like, that's a great idea. So they started doing it too. And now YouTube is doing it too. And it's like, one, this takes up my bandwidth that I'm paying for. (laughs) Yeah. And two, it's obnoxious to have to to get like 15 seconds of a clip while I'm trying to read. If I wanted to see the trailer for something, I will click see trailer. Yeah. You put a little blur because I can read, but then I guess some people are so dumb that they need the flashing lights and colors mm-hmm. to decide to watch your heavily propagandized Netflix original series <laughs> that are all terrible. Uh, that's a good issue, Tim. Thank you. Well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... Episode is brought to you in part by Riketa News Network is definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, Our first news story comes to us uh, from Illinois, uh, specifically St. Clair County, Illinois. Uh, They had high emotions and high drama at the fire district board meeting uh, on Monday as they removed the fire chief, John Rosencrantz, from his post and replaced him with Assistant Chief Jerame Simmons. Uh, Jerame Simmons is a former arsonist and is now the fire chief. The 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 fire new fire chief, chief for what town? Uh, this is uh, Prairie Dupont, Illinois. I'm, a convicted arsonist is now the fire chief. Well, you know, he's got to be good at it. <laughs> so you think he has, he has, he got some insider knowledge. It's like when they get a serial killer to help catch a serial killer. Yeah. The, or, um, maybe they're trying to switch to the, what's the Fahrenheit 451 yes. where firemen just go burn books. Yeah. In um, which case he'd be a good choice for that. Board members say they have good reasons for making the change, but they have not made those reasons public. <laughs> Um, apparently at the meeting, one firefighter took off his fire department shirt and threw it at them. Minutes later, he plopped his gear onto the table in front of them, resigning. 10 of the department's 13 firefighters quit on the spot. 10 of the 13? 10 so of the 13. now a chief of fire, chief fire, to, what is he? I guess he's a fire chief. It's fire chief. Yeah. For three people. For three people. And he's an arsonist. And he's a convicted arsonist. Uh, I wonder if he's a convicted arsonist like he was. He made uh, fires to try and keep them in jobs. He pleaded guilty to arson more than 20 years ago when he was 18. He was accused of setting fire to a vacant home and then setting another fire at the local high school. Yeah. Does he live next to Truckin' and Tuckin'? <laughs> uh, apparently, the governor of Illinois has since pardoned him of those crimes but everyone still remembers because he set the high, the local high school on fire. Yeah, he was 18. Who didn't want to set their high school on fire at 18? They also remember the house he set on fire, the vacant house he set on fire, where uh, when the firefighters answered the call, uh, multiple there were they had multiple long term injuries due to that fire. Mm. And then he became a firefighter. Because I can't imagine you'd be made a chief fire guy if you're not. No, I think you can. A firefighter. Uh, let's see. Uh, to me, this sounds like a bunch of people that are trying living in the past and need to move on into the future. They said he had been he had he had been a devoted volunteer firefighter at area departments for years. Yeah. Okay. So he learned his lesson, 
and decided to turn his life around and make a difference to stop kid like aimless youth and now these people are all pissed off because he's turned his life completely around uh i was started out on the side of the people and now i'm on the side of the fire guy yeah Yeah. i hope he sets all their fucking houses on fire (laughs) and then when they when they're like our houses are on fire please save us like ah you fucking 10 of the people quit because god forbid someone have a redemption arc in this fucking year ah what a bunch of assholes uh, well, our next news story comes to us from our favorite place. Across the pond. Across the pond. A uh, a senior barrister. That's a lawyer. It's a lawyer, but they wear uh, funny wigs and whatnot. They're, they're, yeah, all, all of them do. What do you mean all of them? All lawyers wear funny wigs, oh, even in America. Gotcha. <laughs> um, a senior barrister who sued the Crown Protection Service, I assume the Crown Protection Service is like the head of the barristers. Okay. Um, After a colleague asked him to stop, quote, breaking wind in the room they worked in together, lost his case. (laughs) Uh, He sued for harassment and told an employment tribunal that his repetitive flatulence was caused by a medication he was on for a heart condition. So yeah, the other guy, uh, he sued... He sued them. He sued where he he sued his workplace because his coworker asked him to stop farting all the goddamn time. <laughs> hey, can you can you stop farting? <laughs> no, no. In fact, I'm gonna sue you for asking me to. I have a right to farts. <laughs> um, Men have fought and died for our right to fart. He he uh, he made a whole case about being discriminated against because of his disabilities due to his heart attack. Uh, he made further allegations against his coworkers and bosses saying they threw away his water bottles, asked him to work one day a week, 60 miles away and failed to pay for his barristers practicing certificate while he was on sick leave. Yeah, of course they, they don't want you to work 60 miles away. You fucking stink. <laughs> You're farting all the goddamn time. Uh, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, our next news story it comes to us from down in Texas. Um, you you let me know you let me know on a scale of one to ten, or zero to ten, how how kind this person is. Okay. Okay. This person was a guest at a Motel Six in Texas, uh, near San uh, near San Antonio. Mm-hmm. At 2 a.m. in the morning, uh, there was a knock on their motel door. They got up, answered it, Mm -hmm. and it was a stranger asking for money. Okay. They then gave them the money. Wow. Okay. So far, I'm thinking very kind. That that's the story. How on a scale of zero to ten, how kind is a person who is in a strange motel? Well, pro- mm-hmm. probably a strange motel. At two a.m., they get a knock on the door from a stranger, and the stranger asks them for money, and they give them some money. Yeah. Zero to ten. How kind is this person? Eleven. Well, apparently, because uh, me, I'm woken up at two in the morning by a knock on my hotel room door, and someone mm-hmm. asked me for money. One door's not opening. No, of course not. Two, I'm behind the door holding my gun. Yeah, and when they start asking for money, I say, "I have a gun. Go away." Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, apparently, uh, that wasn't enough kindness, and it also wasn't enough money, 
because uh, when the stranger, when he gave the stranger the money, stranger said it wasn't enough. They began arguing, and then the stranger pulled out a gun and shot him. So this is why I don't answer hotel room yeah. doors. This is why you don't answer motel room doors at 2 a.m. Uh, despite being shot, he f- he still fought back against the man and uh, held him until the police uh, police could get there. And then the police um, told him he was a awful person because the guy that shot him was black. No, uh, but apparently uh, they they wrestled over the revolver, and uh, during a struggle, he managed to wrench the gun out of his out of the stranger's hand and shoot him twice. Oh, stranger got shot with his own gun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, don't answer your hotel room don't door. Don't answer your motel room, especially your motel room door at 2 a.m. Yeah, or ever. Yeah. No one is knocking on your door. Anyone who's knocking on your door who needs to who needs to get in mm-hmm. has a key. Yeah. No knock, knock, knock. Housekeeping, they've Housekeeping, got a key. Housekeeping, they've got a key. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is the manager. We wanted to make sure you're not dead. They have a key. Yeah. You know, anybody who doesn't have a key does not need to be in yeah. your motel room. And never, ever... I want to hope that none of our listeners would ever fall for this trick, but never ever fall for the for the room service trick. Oh well, yeah. If you didn't order room service, don't answer the door. Yeah, there's you're not getting free room service. We sent you complimentary. We have brought up complimentary uh, rotten eggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got one last news story. It comes to us from your play, favorite place here in the U.S. Canada, Las Vegas. Uh. Of course, you've been there. I've never been, but you've been. You've seen the glittering lights, the mm. swanky casinos, the multi-million dollar hotels. And the horrific heat. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm wondering if you saw um, that underneath the Las Vegas Strip, there's an extensive network of tunnels running beneath the city where mall people live. I have not seen that. Well, maybe next time you go, you should you should go visit. Uh, because this is the stuff that interconnects all the hotels for the service staff. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, in the summer of 1975, a summer monsoon caused a flash flood in Las Vegas Valley that caused millions of dollars in damage. Uh, so to prevent the same thing from happening again, uh, the state began building an extensive network of tunnels beneath the city. <laughs> in case of a sudden deluge, the tunnels would redirect the water underground. Oh, okay. So there's now more than 200 miles of tunnels that run beneath Las Vegas, which have become home to hundreds of the homeless people that live in the area. They are known as the mole people of Las Vegas. Wow. Uh, someone should do a documentary. I, I hope there's a documentary. There's a, um, there's a book beneath the neon life and death in the tunnels of Las Vegas. Um, be an interesting documentary. Yeah. You should make it. Yeah. Make your name. Send it to Sundance. The second bestest documentary in the universe. Yeah. Apparently, uh, yeah, there's a, um, it sounds like a, uh, what's the tabloid national Enquirer? It sounds like a national Enquirer. The mole people of Las Vegas. I got a, uh, an art print from my sister. Number four of eight of a, of a Canadian goose. Nice. In the mail today. Oh, and some more stuff. And a bookmark, which is good because I started reading a book and I don't have a bookmark. And a letter. Ah, 
Merry Christmas to my number one big brother. That actually means something now. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for supporting me through this shitty year, especially thank you for driving Bernie all the way to Oregon and helping with so much more. Enjoy this handmade bookmark and print. Love my sister. And then there's a picture of her and her boyfriend with their cats. That's sweet. Yeah. That's a cool that's a cool it's a, it's a, it's a goose. Too. Yeah. With a little question mark above his head and he's in like um It's a question of goose. He's in what are those? The corn dog reeds? I know they have a name, but I can't think of what they Have name you ever is. seen the videos of people eating those? No. Because they look like corn dogs. Yeah, but and they're not. No, but uh, do you know what like what happens when you bite into one? They turn into they're like uh dandelions, really tightly packed dandelion fluff. Yeah, so what yeah. happens when you bite into one? It explodes. It explodes and fills your mouth with that shit. It's <laughs> the videos are hilarious. Uh, of people being like, all right, here we go. Just going to bite this plant. It's a seeming, it, it's probably it gonna be a solid little, is yeah. not solid. <laughs> just explosion of that fluffy white stuff. Explosion of flavor, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that takes, uh, this has been the news network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligations this week. But you know, what it doesn't take care of what finding a better way to eat those corn dog reeds from the swamp. <laughs> If you want to help us with this new scientific pursuit, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier, where we throw the random bits and bobs we do. We have our $5 tier, we do the monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature in the commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ban people from the voicemail. You can request special guests, special commentary, special episodes, special format changes. Anything you wish, we will do our best to uh, fulfill. And I also want to mention, we did not mention this at the top of the show. This is episode 200. 65 if here's what i don't get was a year you would have you would only have 100 days of listening that you didn't have episodes yeah but more importantly 265 continuous uninterrupted episodes without a hiatus without you know going to some con mm -hmm. and doing a shitty episode where you just like talk about stuff at a con that no one gives a fuck about. You know, I, I, I might have didn't mention this at the top of the show, but I, um, I got home last night and I started getting kind of a sore throat. I woke up this morning real stuffed up. I had a, my, my voice is itchy, my scratchy. I, I was sniffing. I've been sucking on cough drops this whole episode. I took some Alka-Seltzer before we started recording. And you know why? Because it, even sick, we will make this show happen. Yep. Tim got the China virus. We managed to make the show happen yeah. for two weeks without him. You know, I, I've I've had to, you've had to miss weeks for yep. family stuff. I've had to miss a week for family stuff. But we've gone through two co-host changes, two hundred sixty-five weeks in a row, more than five years. Yep. This show has been coming out weekly. Now you're thinking two hundred sixty-five. That's a weird milestone, but it's not. Because the See You Next Tuesday podcast network, of which, here's what I don't get, is one of the founding members because we were the first podcast on the See You Next Tuesday network, other than the Dick Show. Yeah. But as of next week, after this week's episode, we are now tied with the Dick Show for the longest 
uninterrupted running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday Network. And next week, with episode 266, we will pull ahead and take the lead as the longest running uninterrupted podcast on the See You Next Tuesday Podcast Network. And for that, all I can say is one thing. Dick lost. <laughs> or will lose. As of right now, we are, we are you know... We're second. It took us longer to reach that post. Yeah. I know Larry, that Larry show has more episodes in total than both of our shows. Yes. But he was releasing multiple shows a week for yes. a while. Yeah. He just hit his five years, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, a month, month ago, two months. I don't remember. That Larry show announced that his show was coming out on the first episode of this show. Yes. That's yeah. right. That's, that's how integral we are to the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. Well, we're about to take the lead. And uh, I just want to rub it in everyone's faces how great we are that we can do something that other people can't do. So uh, anyway, I'd like to say thank you to all the fans for listening for 265 weeks. Mm -hmm. I'd like to say thank you to Tim for showing up for 210 or 12 weeks at this something point. Something like that, yeah. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to Buck and Chaco for, for them starting the show starting, 265 yeah. weeks ago. And... Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hope nothing happens to the both of us. We're gonna set the this next record. couple of days. Yeah, we're sequestering. Uh, we're after we finish <laughs> this episode. I, Tim is being sent to a hotel, um, a one room, ho a one story hotel on the outskirts of town, where yes. hopefully nothing can happen. Uh -huh. I will be going to another hotel, also on the outskirts of town, but on the other side of town, mm -hmm. where I will stay in hiding until we can record next week's episode. And then we will be uh, escorted by a motorcade to the studio to record. We will also have several fill-in hosts lined up just in case one of us, one of our motorcades were to be attacked uh -huh. by certain outside influences who want to keep the records for themselves. Yes. So. Remember, when, we're in, when you're in your room, don't fall for the room service trick. I'm not falling for the room service trick. Yeah. That's why you brought in that news story yeah. was because knowing that we had yeah. this, this sequestering coming up. So anyway, well, let's get back to some issues, Tim. Here's what I don't get. The non-digital world. We have a level of technology that is un like to magic. We have magic levels of technology. If you went back to the 1700s, 300 years ago and described to them some of the things we're able to do now, they would think that you were a lunatic. They would think that it was taking some kind of magic. Like You're a witch. I can, I can instantly communicate my thoughts to Tim on the other side of the planet in a blink of an eye, simply by typing them into a, a little box and hitting a button. And then Tim pulls out a little box and he's like, ah, that is, those are Tab's thoughts. Interesting. That's incredible, right? Yep. I can show you what is going on at exactly this moment, anywhere on the planet, simply by pulling up uh, an app and looking at, and looking at the live streams going on on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm like what's going on in Rio de Janeiro right now? There's probably someone streaming it. Probably. I can, you can go put on a, a pair of goggles and step into a fantasy virtual world that looks nearly photorealistic. Mm -hmm. And and even though it doesn't look photorealistic, it will trick your brain yep. into thinking that it is to the point where when people are in these goggles, they will get scared and run into real physical walls running around from yep. not real virtual danger. Yes. 
all of that, all of that amazing technology. I can, I can, Tim, if I could just, we could just pick, pull up our phones and I could send you a hundred dollars in a snap yeah. using uh Venmo, a Cash App, yeah, yeah. PayPal, you know, multitude of these different apps you can do that, that like instantaneous money transfer directly out of my bank, directly into your bank mm. with no like processing fees, just yeah, quick. Oh, yeah, you you bought lunch. What's what's the what's the bill for lunch? Forty dollars here. Here's twenty. Here's 20 yep, boop, yep. Done. Uh, I I you know in the automobiles automobiles you can you can travel sixty miles in sixty minutes using a gallon of liquid. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, well, it'd be three gallons depending on what type of vehicle it is, but. You can do that. I can now. fly all the way. I can fly all the way around the world in a day. Yeah, I can. Or I, as it takes you, it would take you like two years in a ship. I can get. I live twenty miles away from where I work because I can get to where I work in twenty minutes. Yeah, I. We have just a the level of technology, the stuff that we are capable of. And then there are things that are still just bogged down in the past and the old ways for no reason. What I read this really fascinating article about the advent of Excel, and it wasn't Excel that was the first one. I don't remember what the name of the software was, but it was it was database and worksheet calculation mm-hmm. software. Yeah, where I can build a formula that when I put a number in cell A one. It'll process through all these things, and I can get a a total or a sure. information in another cell. So, in the past, the way that worked was you had to you had your ledgers that were all hand done, and people had to hand tally everything and go through. And so, you may be the certified public accountant, but you would have six or eight ledgermen yeah, who were yeah. below you. That that's what they did was they just worked the ledgers, and then you approved everything. And that you got, you made a good living and they made a good, a good living as your employee subordinates. And then they would train up to become uh, a mm-hmm. certified accountant later. And then Excel came out and suddenly you don't need a ledgerman because you can buy a thousand dollar computer yeah. and do all your ledgers in that. And you, as long as you get your numbers, right, what comes out the other side is also correct. And, what a lot of people think of is with the advent of technology, you will lose. Like, where did the ledgerman go? Like, here's a bunch of people that just don't have jobs anymore. But you know what the ledgerman did? What? They became accountants. Yeah. Because instead of being, instead of having to train and do all this, these things and only being able to do big accounts, that people who could afford to hire an accountant, mm-hmm. now you could do small, small scale accounting. So you could have a personal accountant for someone who makes... 60 or $70,000 a year who just need one, someone to, but has like a weird income type who just needs someone to do their taxes. They can go, Oh yeah, yeah. For a, for a hundred dollars a month, I'll be your, your accountant and handle your accounts and invest your money. All that stuff came from the advent of technology, but we hold back on some of these things. We keep using the same outdated technology. And one of the, one of the biggest ones to me is paper checks. Like, yeah. So more and more, so many employers are shifting to it's either you either get direct deposit or we pay you on like our pre-made company credit card, yeah, yeah. Paycom or whomever makes, and 
the money goes straight to that and you you do with it what you want. Yeah, you can go to these these ATMs are free. And so a lot of people opt for direct deposit because then it just shows up in your account. But some companies are so behind the times and it's just fucking irritating. Yeah. Like we have we have this payroll company that processes all of our payroll and they still send paper checks and here's the most retarded part. So our payroll company does not print checks. Do you know what, who prints the checks? Who? Another payroll company. So they, we send, we, we invoice a client. The client sends a check directly to the payroll, payroll company, company. Yeah. for the invoice. And then the payroll company goes down the invoice and goes, all right, we owe Tim $100. We owe Tab $200. We owe Trucking and Tucking $120. Mm-hmm. And then they take all those amounts and they put that in another ledger of some kind yeah. and they send that to the pay to another payroll company who direct draws the money out of, you know, he write, they write that they create the checks off of our payroll company's accounts. Sure. Then they send them back to our payroll company who takes those checks. That's, you know, that has a pay stub attached to it. They make up their own pay stub that says tab Here's what I don't get recording $200 and they put them together in an envelope. They put a stamp on the envelope and they put it in the mail and they mail it to me. And most of the time it comes on Saturdays, but this week it hasn't fucking come yet. It's very irritating because they also get way behind on shit. So things like I I am looking at these, what I'm supposed to have gotten several thousand dollars worth of checks that most that some of them should have been here last week mm-hmm. but they're fucking delayed and so then i contacted him i haven't got my checks oh we already sent out the checks for this week how did you send they already sent the check oh because it's christmas huh so you can send the checks out for this week for this week on tuesday because yeah. it's christmas but you can't send out the checks for every other week of the year on tuesday why so that people can get paid on friday so that, because these fucking checks arrive the check arrives on saturday usually yep and then thank god for mobile bank deposit because if it weren't yeah. for that, it would, I would have to go to physically that's the most go advanced, to the that, bank. That's the digital part of this whole thing. It's that's the most advanced digital part of this whole uh, of checks of physical checks. Yeah. Um. And like you said, thank God they, it exists. Yeah, yeah, because it would be a tri- trip for with gas to go to the bank every week, and then I'd have to also be. Because I can't go on a Saturday. You, yep. I guess you night deposit it. but So I have to like figure out when to do this during business hours to deposit these checks. So thank God for the, the mobile check deposit. That is a, a nice and cool feature. And But what I don't understand, I understand for personal checks, for anything that's signed by hand, yeah. where if I scan it on a Saturday, it doesn't deposit right away. But for corporate checks, for you know things that are mm-hmm. issued by big companies, the fact that that shit can't just go be automated. So when I scan the check, it goes like, all right, here's the checking number and the routing number and the amount. Let's just go ahead and put a hold on that in, in account A and credit it to account B. And then if there's a problem on Monday, you can go, all right, here, here you go. All, there's been a problem we're going to, we can work this out. Obviously, obviously you're owed money Yeah, because this check exists. Uh, 
So we're just going to let you keep that money and we'll figure it out. But they can't do that because, no. you know, God forbid the bank be short two, three, four hundred dollars. <laughs> That's the other thing is like they're always they're coming after people like us for these two hundred dollars. Oh, you overdrafted your account by seventeen dollars. You know, it's going to be a thirty five dollar overdraft fee. It's like you are a bank. You can't float seventeen dollars <laughs> until the check that was supposed to have been given to me last uh-huh. week credits because your stupid system doesn't credit things right away. Like my bank, if I deposit a check, it credits two hundred dollars of it, no matter what the amount is. Oh really? Yeah. So if I if I deposit like a seventy five dollar check and then a hundred dollar check and then a five hundred dollar check, it'll credit both those first two checks, but then it won't and it'll credit twenty five dollars the five hundred dollar check but the rest won't. So I usually deposit them in reverse order of the, mo- sure. the most of my money just yeah. to make it easy. And it, I don't understand why that is like, here's a bunch of do $200 per check. They're all, it's, they're all from different. Well, these aren't from different places, but they're all individual amounts owed. But the fact that I can, I can deposit $2,000 in checks and you're like, yeah, the best we can do is $200 until Monday at midnight for some reason. Yeah. I, I don't understand why, why do we not? Why does our shit not just work instantly? Yeah. yeah. Grocery stores have the thing where, or they did for a while, they probably don't anymore, where you could pay with che- a check, but you didn't write a check and then they put it in the cash register and then they deposited it later. You wrote the check. Yes. They put it in the little machine. Uh-huh. It scanned it and it basically ran, it ran a direct debit out of your yeah. checking account. And then they handed you the check back. Mm hmm. And the money was gone from your account and it was in their account. Why does that work for Toys R Us, Reesers, um, Target? Why did that work for years with them? But when I'm taking a picture of this physical check, it takes days for it to process. And if I take it direct to the bank, it's it's not like it's it's not like, oh yeah, we're doing this just in case like something's a little fucky. No, they do this shit. <laughs> you take it to the bank and it's the same, same waiting period. Yep. It's ridiculous. See, the other like fucky stupid thing with our payroll company is that I got this week is they sent me and they called me and they're like, Hey, we have these three people that date. So they were issued a check and then they, they filed for a reissue and the reissue came and they cashed both checks. So they owe us money because we lost money because they cashed these checks that they weren't supposed to have. And I wanted to say, are you fucking retarded? <laughs> you reissued a check and not, not a reissue in that like, all right, we're just going to clone the same check. You reissued a new check for the uh-huh. same amount and you didn't cancel the first one immediately. Are you fucking stupid? And yeah, cause if you're someone that just like, if, you, if you're a stagehand, you're just getting checks. Well, that's the other thing is that they suck. Like you got a check this week that said University of Tulsa on it. You didn't do any work for University of Tulsa. No. So where did this money come from? <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was the hours I worked. I mean it was just you know it had the wrong descript name description on it. Yeah, but still again this is why they're so fucking stupid. But still like uh, if you're doing regular stagehand work, you're just getting checks all the time. You're getting small checks all the time. Yeah, I. Every week I get usually, I think the the fewest I get per week is three. That's a lot. Yeah. And they range. One a week is a lot. Yeah. They range from a 
$100 to hundreds of dollars yes. to sometimes into the thousands of uh-huh. dollars. And they come, like, I get this packet of checks that I open up and look at that, and I'm like, okay, that's the check for Joe Rogan. Yep. That's correct. All right, what is this? And I read the description, I look at the amount, and I re- and fortunately, I have all the invoices on my computer, so if I'm really confused, I can just go, yeah. what the fuck? Oh, let me look at, okay, that must be this invoice. And I'm able to figure out them out and check them out, check them off. But to me, you guys losing, and get this, Seven hundred dollars. That this is what they lost on their. You know, they just they charge a fee to our clients for the privilege of sending us checks that they pay two full time employees on. So they they earn money off of the backs of people actually getting work done. Yeah, that only benefits themselves. You lost seven hundred dollars. Maybe you should take that as a. Maybe you need to learn how to do things a little fucking better next time. And not try to start chasing down the people that you constantly <laughs> fuck over by n- not having these these futuristic technologies like direct deposit. That's what I wanted to say when I got the phone call. I was like, you know what would solve this problem of double cashing checks? Direct deposits. I can't double direct deposit. Only you can direct deposit. Yeah. If you fuck up the direct deposit, that's 100% on you. You fucking up the checks... It's still like 80-20 your fault. Uh, and if I had direct deposit and I every Friday at midnight or Thursday night at midnight into Friday, it was just like, bing, bank alert, you have six deposits, I'd be like, all right, what are these? And then I just wait for the check stub in the mail. Or you could go with a company like most companies now where all your pay stubs are online. Yeah. And the last company I worked for, our pay stubs were online like on Tuesday. <laughs> so I could go log into the system, look at my pay stub on Tuesday for the check that was going to credit Thursday night. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right. that's And I didn't even really care because it was the, I knew what it was going to be every yeah. time. Uh, it, uh, just this whole asinine thing of the, of this is like the last vestiges of the analog world yep. in a world where, Everything is digital and instant. Banking is still run by retards <laughs> who cannot grasp like that you don't have to put the www on the front of every URL you type anymore. You know what would solve a lot of this? What? Killing old people? Yeah. Yeah. We should get rid of old people. I I just want to like scream into the phone, which I fortunately I cannot do anymore. Because you, you just, you make, you're making my life a living hell uh, with you not paying people. This payroll company, I've been tracking down unpaid invoices since I got promoted. Yeah. That's been my number one thing. I think I talked about last week. Maybe I did or didn't. Someone suggested that I not be paid unless I get invoices paid in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. And I showed you earlier, I have every fucking invoice up to date. At this point, aside from a couple of outliers. And when I'm I'm chasing all these invoices down, I discover that there were like these invoices from October that the client paid to the payroll company. The payroll company was saying they were unpaid, so they weren't issuing checks to the stagehands. And then I find out you guys have had this money all along. 
Like you didn't notice that you had a few extra hundred dollars not accounted for, you fucking morons. No, but as soon as uh, but as soon as you guys noticed the seven hundred dollars, like whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't you just consider it a service fee? Mm-hmm. Sure, it should have been paid to everyone, not these three. But eh, fuck it. <laughs> you know what? What are you gonna do if I just? What if I just said like, ah, we're not gonna we're not gonna put those people on calls anymore? You guys just be out that money. Fuck you. Oh, it just pisses me off. Pisses me off that they they just don't do a good job. And then I have to because then I look like an asshole, right? Because if if I'm I'm coming at you, no matter how politely I come at you, and I'm like, hey, I have this invoice that hasn't been paid since October. Look, can you look into that? I am I'm telling you to do your job in a yeah, nice way. Yeah. And then you find out like I did everything I was supposed to do. You are the fucking idiot here. Uh, that just makes me look like the biggest asshole on the planet. <laughs> but I can't am I, I would call the payroll company up and be like, hey, did you look and see if those are unpaid? What are they? They're gonna, just going to go, yeah, they're unpaid. They're not going to look at anything. No. They've already decided that they're unpaid. Yeah. But when I talk to the client, the client goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was paid with check number 511809 on October 22nd of this year. Along with all of this other shit, I can then go to the payroll company and go, uh, this invoice was paid with check number 511809 on October 22nd of this year, along with all these other invoices. So if you could send those people that are on this invoice their checks, that would be greatly appreciated. Dumbass. Ah, just... Just want to scream into the heavens. But like, why? Why are we living in this non? Why is why do certain things just lag so much on the? Yeah. Like a car, like a car without a good transmission. Like, ah, yeah. Finance. Not really going to get around to all this shit. Some of it you can like you can buy and sell. You can buy and sell stock now from an app on your phone. Mm -hmm. But can't can't get checks right away can't just do direct deposit ah oh, i hate them so much anyway well that's my issue tim the non-digital world let's let's get digital you know as madonna sang that song yeah, about. yeah. let's get digital. digital but then she sounded like a weird robot She's like, anyway what's your second issue this week uh here's what i don't get <laughs> bubble mailers oh uh, when you get a check in the mail, yes, comes in an envelope, envelope, paper envelope. Yep. Sometimes a little plastic screen. Yep. Yep. yep right. Uh, when you get a bill, paper envelope. Yep. Uh, someone writes you a letter, paper envelope. Yep. Uh, any sort of notice by mail, paper envelope. Uh, anything thicker than a couple of pieces of paper, where does it go? Into one of those big padded envelopes for some reason. It needs to go into a cardboard box. <laughs> it does need to go into a the cardboard box. The bubble mailer is the uh, unneeded middleman between an envelope. It's the fuck up my shit fam of the mail world. I... Uh, Man, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> That's a perfect way of putting it. Uh, yeah, I bought business cards recently. I got a bunch of them, and they came in one of those like plastic bag mailers. Mm-hmm. Business cards. Yeah. 
And fortunately, the business cards I ordered all have rounded corners, but the corners yeah. of the boxes inside the bag were beat to hell. Like yep. you can you can see on yeah. some of these like how crushed it was. Yeah, dented. Like, put it in a box. Yep. Worst is gonna happen in a box is it bounces around a bunch. But you put one of those uh, airbags in there. Put the airbag in there. Yeah. Here's the other thing I hate about the bubble mailer. They're not bubble wrap. No. Like they're not poppable. Yeah. It's so, it's like it's um it's one big bubble. Yes, that just has a lattice built into yes. it. Yeah. So it's not not fun. Not even fun or satisfying when you get one. Yeah, I ordered some stuff from Amazon and one of them was a book. They sent that in a bubble mailer? Sent it in a bubble mailer. Holy shit. I'm surprised. I'm s I was I was flabbergasted it was in decent condition. Uh because even in a cardboard box, I got a cardboard box full of books a couple of days beforehand, and it was a cardboard box in a cardboard box. Yeah. That outside cardboard box. Was beat to shit. Beat to shit. You could put your whole hand in there and touch the inside cardboard box. I've had the ones where they like, it's wrapped around the book. It's not really a cardboard box. I've had, that's, it's car, I've, I also have had that. And it. The cardboard sticks off like two to three inches yep. from the edges of the book, and then the outside is just wrapped pr- pretty tightly. Yes. Those are great. Those are great. Yeah. That's the way to ship books. Mm-hmm. One at a time, aside from like a paperback, one at a time Yeah, in those things for yep. big hardback books. Unless, uh, I mean, I, I've gotten multiple big hardback books in a box uh, with plenty of, or even um, they do, they can do the, like the injection mold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, or like the super rigid styrofoam brown styrofoam corner mm-hmm. inserts. Um, those are from like booksellers. Yes, people that know how to send a book yeah. in the mail. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean the bubble mailer. It's they use it when they don't need to. I've you ever gotten a bubble mailer and it like for like an SD card? Yes. Like they could have just gone into a regular envelope, mm-hmm. but they needed something big enough they could slap their big ass label on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of the bubble mail. The DVDs they send DVDs and bubble mailers a yeah. lot. Yeah, or CDs if yep. you're just ordering one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, useless. Useless. I gotta imagine that shit is harder. Like I don't care about recycling. Yeah, but I gotta imagine like cardboard box. That just gets like shredded up into paper again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you mailer, don't use it, that's the other thing. Cardboard box, right? Like, also reusable by the recipient. Every Everyone's gift this year, aside from my dad's, is wrapped in an Amazon box. Yeah. Every single one. Um, now, bubble mailer, those come and they're just trash. Uh-huh. They, and it, they have the, you were going to talk about how it's plastic. Yeah. Like it doesn't even have Which, the the like, reusability. Ninety five percent of plastics are unrecyclable. Yeah, and it doesn't even have the reusability of like a second function. Oh, I'm gonna move. I've got these various sized Amazon yep. boxes, or I'm I gotta return this. Let me throw in this Amazon. You when you return anything to Amazon, you put it in an in Amazon box. box. Yeah, you don't put it in a bubble mailer and then try and tape close the giant <laughs> gaping hole that you ripped in it. Yeah. So because 
because like it offers no protection. Yeah. And you don't want the shit. Yeah. I don't want the shit that I'm sending back to arrive <laughs> them broken and then be like, oh, this thing is totally fucked, dude. But they're just fine sending it to you yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is the deal with that? Like when I'm taking more mm-hmm. responsibility for your shit, something's really messed up here. Yeah. Yeah, there. Or like, like you said, like you don't use it, you don't reuse it when you're moving because it, it does nothing. Yeah, uh, it 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 gives you no protection, and it you, it's like you can't reseal the thing, so you can't keep anything like sealed in there. Yeah, they do the plastic bags now for the like the so I did the Amazon Prime wardrobe thing mm-hmm. for those shirts, and so you tear like a tab off and it opens up, and then there's a second. St- peel and stick sealer in there so you can pull those shirts out try them on put them back in that same package oh, yeah, and seal yeah, it up yeah. but those are those are shirts right a shirt in in the mail like a box falls on it and crushes it nothing doesn't really matter nothing. but like uh, the bubble mailer for your sd card how how easy would are those to just lose you know anything that's like a big envelope they just yeah. go they'll just disappear yep whereas a amazon box you're likely to trip over it Oh yeah, it it slipped down in between this shelf and the wall, never to be seen again. <laughs> we reissued your SD card. Oh, uh, we sent it in a little box. Yeah, sure, it's a bunch of hollow space, but shipping is based on weight primarily. Yeah. So, and we get the best deals in the world. <sighs> yeah, it, and th- I think the only people who like bubble mailers are mailmen because they weigh less. No, because. When an Amazon box goes via USPS, they have to go walk it to your porch. Oh. But those bubble mailers, they'll just jam oh, they them in your fucking, fucking mailbox. Oh yeah, just they'll be they'll be like two or three of them. They'll just be like like they'll have a they're like they're loading a Civil War cannon, yeah. just <laughs> the big stopper thing, <laughs> bam, the fuck in the crushing all your other paper mail. Yeah. Like you have this uh, beautiful Christmas card from your grandma that's just destroyed because. <laughs> Because they jammed a bubble mailer in there, and they're like, "Ah, this box is small enough to fit in there too." And they're just <laughs> fucking shoving it in the hole, like a like an eighteen year old on prom night without lube. Just <laughs> fucking, we're going in dry. And then you come out and you pull it out, and it explodes like a can of snakes, or like an eighteen year old prom. Night. <laughs> yeah, or like an eighteen year old prom night. Just mail all over the ground and uh-huh. shit. And, uh, most people's mailboxes are right there on the edge of the road. Yeah. You know, where water, water runs along. Yep, yep. So <laughs> like now your fucking gra- grandma's Christmas card has already been crumpled into a ball by the mailman yeah. shoving this thing in is now also soaking wet. You're like, yeah, let's hang this on the gr- on the refrigerator. Grandma comes over and she looks at it. She's like, oh my. <laughs> what? Did the you dog did get not, to did, it? Did, no. <laughs> Came like that. Came like that. We just thought you were a raving alcoholic. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I like the peach snaps away. Oh, man. Uh, you know what mailmen used to be terrible at putting in mailboxes? Their wiener? Yeah. <laughs> uh, magazines. Yeah. Holy shit. When I used to get magazines when I was a, uh, a kid, and I'd get um, EGM or... Um, uh, official PlayStation Magazine, Game Informer, you know, one of those. Uh, I, I mean, they were they they were just in the worst conditions possible. Just just shoved in there, torn covers. Yeah, corners no, bent. They're still terrible at it because I I yeah. got um, 
they're, I, I haven't think received a magazine. I think they're, they're better at regular size magazines now because I get like catalogs from cigar companies and shit, uh-huh. and they're usually in good shape. But I used to get front of house, um, PLSN. There's another one. They're, they're industry magazines, and they're like a large oh, format magazine. Yeah. And I can't tell you, those magazines would show up just beat all to hell. <laughs> just fucking destroyed, like cars driven over them and shit. Yeah, yeah. The, the front cover would usually be okay, but then the back cover would look like someone slid down a hill on it. <laughs> it would just be like rubbed smooth. And it, there were play, there'd be places where it had rubbed, and that was usually just a big advertisement, but yeah. there were places where it'd be rubbed. Raw, raw, yeah. Where you, there's no more, no longer yeah. an image. It's, all, it's wood now. It's back to wood. And it would all, it'd be, they'd be torn up. Uh, there was one that came where like it, it looked like someone took the magazine and tried to like jam it onto a pole. So the middle, the middle was all dented up into it. And it was it was crumpled, and I started reading. I started. It, I couldn't get it to lay back <laughs> yeah, flat. Yeah, yeah, it was like partially torn, and yeah. I, I started to read. And I was just like, I can't even do this. And I just <laughs> threw it away. Like, what the hell? What are you doing with these magazines? You gotta wonder. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to bubble mailers. I, I, I want to know who. Li- I want to find the person that's like, oh yeah, this is the this is the way. This to is ship. what I whoever. Need. Whoever is the like head of shipping and receiving at mm-hmm. Amazon, like how much money are you saving by using the bubble mailers versus using something that? Works? And Amazon's got new shitty bubble mailers. They do. Uh, the one I opened was not their usual. Usually, uh, I've gotten a bubble mailer for bubble mail bubble mailer from them before. And it's that white typical. That's like it's um, it's not like it's not canvas, but it's that you know white oh. bubble mailer. You mean the recyclable ones that they send now that have, it's like two layers of hard brown paper. Yes. With foam that's in the between. one I got. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate those. Yeah. Yeah. Those are miserable. Um, I, yeah, the ones that they have, that's just like the plastic impregnated with bubble wrap yes. is the one I'm thinking I was thinking of, but uh-huh. yes, I remember those now and they say on them, like I'm completely recyclable. I'm so much better for the environment. Yeah. So's a box. <laughs> So is it, the thing that I'm or things that I'm ordering most of the time are square ish. Yeah. So why don't you put it in a, also a square thing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever end. I, eventually you'll be getting like for anything that doesn't come in a box that they can just ship it direct to you in. It'll everything will be bubble mailered. It'll, it'll be some new form of a cross between a bubble mailer and a box, but not like not nearly as rigid as a box. <laughs> It'll be the worst of both worlds. It'll be the worst, the worst of both worlds. Yeah, I, have you something ever, you can reuse? Did you ever see the things? I don't know if you had this at Toys R Us. We didn't have it at Lego, but we did. I have seen it at like gas stations. Frito Lay, they ship those like single serve bags of chips, and then they get delivered to the store and they get stocked. Mm-hmm. Those bags of chips come in corrugated plastic boxes that are you don't throw away after you finish stocking. You like push the bottom up and they fold flat and you stack them up. And the next time the Frito-Lay guy comes, he picks oh, up the yeah, stack. And yeah, it's like yeah. milk bottles back in the day. Yes. And to me, that is way more environment, you know, for all the sustainability uh-huh. movement. Like if, if Amazon shipped everything and stuff like that, that it was somehow made where tape peeled off of it nicely every time, especially if you had something like an Amazon locker or yes. you'd had stuff delivered to an Amazon locker. 
where you could peel it open, take your thing out, stick it flat, and then slide it back into mm. a slot, and they could just reuse the same boxes over and over and over again. Like that to me seems like that's the environmentally sustainable future that leftists mm. want, but yeah. they won't go for that because they hate plastic for some reason. <laughs> Instead, they'll probably it'll probably end up being here's what I predict. Amazon's gonna start charging you per item shipped. It'll be something small, it'll be like a nickel. Yeah. It'll be like, yeah, here's our we're gonna start charging a, a five cents per box um rate for all of our deliveries. Except for Prime members having things delivered on Prime Day. Because they want the fewest number of boxes because they want the fewest number of deliveries. Yeah. So that'll be the the stick and the carrot. Oh, I need my, I want everything from Amazon delivered on Wednesdays. Or, right, five cents per box. Or you can, if you want the old, old school cardboard box. But we'll waive the fee if you use our new proprietary foam uh, brown paper not a box bad no, thing. I think they'll charge you for that too. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, yeah, because they, they'll they'll see it as a way to make money, and it, it'll be something small. It'll be something small and insignificant that people don't think of. But the it'll be like Christmas time will come, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll probably in the rush. I wonder. I wonder if this will be. I wonder. I'm willing to put a date on it and say that like the next Prime Day will be the time it happens between Prime Day and Christmas or Black Friday. But yeah, it'll be like the Christmas rush and you'll be getting all these last minute things and it'll be like, oh man, I, I it cost me an extra $2 to get all my Christmas presents this year. So And they'll go like, well, why don't you just have them, why didn't you just have them all delivered on Prime Day? And Amazon guarantees that even if your Prime Day is a different day, you'll get everything by the 23rd. Mm. And the people will go, I guess I should switch to Prime Day shipping and then I, I never have to worry. They'll go switch, log into their account, default Prime Day shipping Thursday. Bam. Now Amazon's only coming to your house once a week instead of 15 times a week. Yeah. I usually don't do the Prime Day thing. Yeah. I'm not accusing you of anything other than uh, you were talking about how much you <laughs> love OneNote earlier. I don't love it. And I was pointing out that you know Tim got the vaccine and suddenly he loves Microsoft products. Suddenly. What, what web browser are you using? Internet Explorer. <laughs> You know the one that doesn't exist anymore. It, it, oh no no no, Tim! It exists. It's a uh, it's it's buried. It's buried. You got to dig. I'm using Netscape. Netscape with a uh, with a Lycos. Uh, Look at it, Tim. Install. Uh, oh yeah, huh? I thought the. Uh, Got rid of it. No, it's still buried deep inside wow. Windows 10. There's Internet Explorer for you, Tim. Huh? Yeah. Shocked. Shocked and odd. Yeah. Anyway. Well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burke. I'm Jim Hamburger. Catch you guys next week. See you. If you want to call in the Here's Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord under the voicemail upload channel. We got a bunch of voicemails this week. What is the most recent episode of uh, The Larry Show sound like, smell like gingerbread? It doesn't make sense to me, and I don't know why I smell gingerbread.
the 75 minute long and the mixing of voice just makes me smell gingerbread for some reason. Did an eight year old girl call us? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know I, why. That's, I think you might be having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you went. I was going to say, what's the uh, other? Um, it's the people have it with like oh synesthesia, synesthesia, yeah, yeah. a mixing of senses. Uh, I'm I'm actually quite behind on that, Larry. No, I'm not. I'm only. I have not listened to episode three three thirty nine or three forty yet, which were his his oh his fifth birthday was last week. I thought oh. it was a lot longer ago. Anyway, I don't know if it's I have so I I will when I listen to it later, I will find out if it smells like gingerbread or not, or if you're just having a stroke. I don't think uh, I don't think it's, uh, sounds have ever made me smell anything. Yeah. What about this one? <laughs> that sound usually pre- precedes me spilling something pretty gross. What's up, Tim? What's up, Tab? It's been a minute since I called in. Uh, Matt from Minnesota here. Uh, just getting into the new episode, and I've been meaning to call you guys because I haven't done it in a while. And I was going to say, uh, Tab, the reason your vest has the zipper on the opposite side is because, as I learned on the big show on the most recent episode, you are the size of the average American woman. <laughs> uh, and then what else do I have for you? Sorry, it's That's probably late. true. I'm tired. Uh, I haven't flashed my fucking spite producer nuts in a little while so next two episodes cut any Andy voicemails off right in the middle <laughs> I like Andy and everything it's just I think it'd be funny I think it would be right. funny yeah. see guys. if you can figure out what he was talking about mm-hmm. oh, only halfway through let's see if Andy calls in the next two weeks we'll do we'll, uh, instead of the next two weeks we'll the just next do two the times. next two no the next, next two, two weeks voice- of Andy voicemails so if like next week he calls and leaves three voicemails that's one week uh-huh. and then the next week he doesn't call it at all that's not a second week but then he calls and leaves one voicemail yeah, that's, 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 that's week two yeah. yeah the next two times yes uh, yeah I, I guess I am this because I think I think I remember them I wasn't listening to the dick show, but I read a thing where it was like the average American woman now weighs like 200 pounds or 180 pounds. Wow. And, and I was just like, wow. But it, it says men's vest on the packaging. So it's clearly just China. I don't think Chinese people have the differentiation that we do. Mm-hmm. And that's why, because my uh, motorcycle rain jacket, not my j- jacket jacket, but the rain jacket, it has the zipper on the wrong side. The Star Trek uniform I bought for Halloween that came a month late, that has the zipper on the wrong side, and then my both vests have the zipper on the wrong wrong side. All poorly made in China. So, Tim was talking about um, people in grocery stores, like, you know, the whole thing about, oh, you know what, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, dude. Ah, uh, fuck it. I. 
oh, I love, man, if, I love if we could do that, right? Just like, <laughs> hey, what's your issue today? Uh, I was going to talk about, like, computers. Ah, oh, fuck it. Fucking. <laughs> Episode's over. You know those fucking stupid things? <laughs> that, you know what? I don't just give a shit. Just, just uh, fucking. Uh. Oh, wait. Just, just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're done. We're done. What do you, what do you, what do you want to talk about? You know what? I don't even want it. I'm done. Uh, that's funny. That's funny because he had left two voicemails. The first one was two seconds of silence, and yeah. then the second one was he was about to he was about to lay to you. And he's just like, ah, I'm not even worth it. Uh, well, that's our episode for everybody, and I'd just like to say a merry festivus to all, mm-hmm. and to all a festivus miracle. Good night.